Thanksgiving, and thank you for joining us for our Thanksgiving edition of the Talk Me Out of It podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Gee, and I am joined by my co-host, Alan Foreman. Alan, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Um, I'm thankful for us as a team, as a tandem. <laughs> I'm thankful for us as a friend, uh, as brothers. Now, thankful for this podcast, man. Thankful for this podcast. Yes, sir. And so we're, we're actually doing this uh, Thanksgiving morning. Our, our schedules got pretty hectic. Um, Alan's schedule is, is really hectic. Yeah, Target, so, Target trying uh, to kill you boy out here. But it's okay. I love my job. Um, I brought this upon myself. They, they asked me. They said, Alan, you want overtime? I say, I say, yeah, who doesn't want overtime? But, but I wasn't prepared for the overtime that they was going to give me, Mike. <laughs> well it, what's crazy is that like i don't know well, well let's talk about this for a second because uh i don't think we have to worry about getting any trouble but we actually met um when we were both in college at peter piper and you used to have really long schedules there too but is it is it a different atmosphere um from where you from working at at pipey to to where you work now oh yeah definitely um peter piper was a lot smaller Way more chill. I could stand there and make pizzas all day. Uh, I could stand at the prize counter. I could disappear and go sit in the office for a little bit. I could go play games, do some game testing. So there's a lot of different variety um, in what I could do. And I was also, I mean, at one point I became a manager, so I really you know, delegated a lot. So my long shifts didn't feel terrible. But uh, here at Target, man, it's fun. It's exciting. Every day is different. It's a new challenge. But... I've been doing uh, what we call drive-ups there, where you bring the order out to the the guest car, and let me tell you, it's been it's been busy the last couple of days doing that. Um, I think in the last three days, I probably put in about almost eighty thousand steps, whatever that equivalents into miles, just running around for uh, 11, 12, 13 plus hours a day. Uh, but you know, it's still fun. I had fun with it. I love my coworkers. I love Target. It's it's a great place. It's not a plug to work at Target. I'm not trying to convince somebody. I just, I really enjoy it. But I'm tired. And, um, yeah, I, I understand. And um, this is all towards, um, hopefully, as we, um, as our media company starts to, starts to grow. And one day, we you can just go shop at Target. And that's what we got going. But um, enough about that. We, like we said, we are doing this Thanksgiving morning and we teased it a little bit on the last podcast where we screwed up. And I promised that I would make sure that I had all my ducks in a row this one and make sure that I've got my recorder going so we don't have to do this for an hour and nine minutes only to find out that I messed up. Um, so Thanksgiving, uh, one of my favorite holidays, uh, if for no other reason that the amount of food that's eaten. Um, and so for our main segment, um, this will be a relatively short podcast, or it couldn't be, just depending on what tangents we go off in. Um, but we wanted to talk about um, the different Thanksgiving dishes, the most common Thanksgiving dishes, and we're going to compare them to NFL teams. So, Alan, we're going to start with the turkey, the kind of the the first thing that most people think about when they think about Thanksgiving. Um, I... I love turkey. Um, I love turkey with stuffing. Uh, I'm not a. I don't have any preference between white meat or dark meat. Um, how about how about you? I don't really know if I've ever seen you eat turkey before. Okay. 
Um, so if we were to take these things, if we were to take like the the um, the the macro view of this and look at you know what would be what most people would consider is like the piece de resistance of of Turkey. Um, let's actually let's consider Turkey and ham because I know you're a huge ham fan. So let's make let's make Turkey the NFC and then let's make ham the AFC. Um, actually, let's reverse those because I know that the that you know having being an Eagles fan that you're you're a little more um, favorable towards the NFC. So we'll make Ham the NFC. Allen, who is the Ham right now of the NFC? The Ham of the NFC. Um, dude, that's a wonderful question. That is a wonderful question. Um, the Ham of the NFC. I'm going to go with. You know. I don't want to let record dictate things because the Saints have the best record. But without Drew Brees, how much longer can they win? But their win without him was impressive. I'm going to say the ham of the NFC is going to be the fit. I'm just kidding. That's not the fun. We're the cranberry sauce, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I don't know if I want to say it to, to a team, but a player. I'm gonna say the team. Team is New Orleans. But if there's a if there's a juicy slice of ham that you look for, and like you know, like when you put that on your plate, it's gonna be the most delicious ham in the entire world. That's Russell Wilson. Um, he's had a couple rough games, but I still believe that that man is the best quarterback in the NFC. Maybe the NFL, um, Patrick Mahomes will clearly enough give him a run for his money. But yes, uh, I'm going to say the same to the ham, but Russell Wilson is that big juicy piece that your mom cuts off for you and puts it on your plate. All right. And so now we'll get into the turkey, the AFC. Um, hamburgers, um, not really a big part of Thanksgiving, which I'm sure... Um, I, I can't imagine that it bothers Andy Reid, or maybe Andy Reid does. Um, maybe maybe Andy Reid does uh, have a few cheeseburgers during his uh, Thanksgiving break, especially because he doesn't have to worry about playing. Um, so I am going to argue that the Kansas City Chiefs, although they're explosive offensively, they are not the most complete team. Um, in the AFC, and so therefore I'm going to say the turkey of the AFC are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Alan, can you talk me out of it? I mean, I, I don't want to talk you out of it, but uh, you see, when I think of a, when you think of a turkey, so so we're associating food with Thanksgiving. Um, so when you think of Thanksgiving, you think of a turkey, right? But when you think of who is one of the most dominant teams in the league, your first thought is Kansas City. Am I am I right or am I wrong? I agree. Yeah. So shouldn't that make Kansas City the turkey? Now the Steelers could easily be a turkey leg. You know what I'm saying? When you go to a fair and you had a great time, you get a turkey leg. I never get a turkey leg because I don't like turkey, but I'm saying most people at a fair or at a, a bit that has a turkey leg is going to devour that turkey leg, and it's good in the moment. And in this year, the Steelers are phenomenal. They're playing out of their mind. But at the same time, 
I think for the purpose of what we're doing for this episode, if you're thinking of Thanksgiving and you're thinking of a turkey, the first team that typically comes to mind is Kansas City. So I'm going to have to go with Kansas City. All love to the Steelers. All right. Though. All love to the Steelers. <laughs> all love to the Steelers. Now, that's going to be a really interesting because for all intents and purposes, unless there's some kind of, you know, barring any injuries, you know, knock on wood, um, it's most likely going to be uh, the Steelers and the Chiefs um, in the in the AFC Championship, barring any anything crazy. Um, but what I find interesting is that um, the uh, we're gonna we're gonna segment a little bit here because I just really uh, kind of thought about the fact that uh, based on the the schedule that these teams have left, you know, in the AFC between the Steelers and the Chiefs. Um, the the Steelers may not have any other choice but to go sixteen and zero, and the reason why they may want to do that and why they may not get a week off is because um, there's only one bye team this year because there's the seven teams in uh, allowed in the playoffs, only the number one seed gets in, so they might have to push um, the number one. They might have to push just to keep that number one seed. Um, so, Alan, I am going to ask you, um, based on the fact that if the Steelers um, have to play hard, and let's say it gets to the point where the the Chiefs are, you know, thirteen and two heading into the last week, and they realize that it's mathematically impossible um, for them to get in. Actually, no. Let's not pose it that way. Let's say that there's. Um, Let's say that in order for them, to, in order for the Steelers to win, um, they have to go sixteen and zero. Um, do you see that as being an advantage or a disadvantage because of just having that, having to put all that effort and pressure? Whereas most teams that are going to make the playoffs, that know that they're going to be a second or third seed, um, may not have that luxury. Um, I'm going to say that that's a disadvantage. Uh, talk me out of it. No, I agree. Um, <clears throat> the emotional uh, wear and tear of going sixteen and zero is you got to go every week wondering. Uh, then, then the media starts up. Oh, oh, they're eleven zero. They're five away from chasing the uh, you know the Miami Dolphins' perfect season, and it's it becomes more of a more of a distraction, I, I believe. But it's also a motivation, um, and. You know, just like the Patriots, they they went sixteen and zero and fell short in the Super Bowl. Um, it it can play a part um, on a team. You know that I feel like every team kind of needs that first loss, uh, just as a reality check and a bounce back type of thing. Um, but hey, uh, they have a great coach. Mike Tomlin is one of the coaches that can keep his team team right and keep them motivated and fresh and he, he does whatever he needs to do to make sure his team is prepared every single week um so i agree it's a disadvantage but they have all the tools to make it an advantage and run the table keep the one seed and hopefully have a playoff push all right and uh you just mentioned them and in addition to having like the we're not going to go through every thanksgiving dish because that's going to take us forever um but so you mentioned the Patriots, and I don't know what to think of this team right now. I mean, they go in, and granted, they they had a little bit of luck with the weather um, towards the end of the game with the Ravens, 
And then all of a sudden, the Houston Texans um, just come out of nowhere and have a, uh, a really good game. And so, Alan, if the New England Patriots were a dish, shout out to Megs and all the other Patriot fans that listen to this podcast. If the Patriots were a Thanksgiving dish, what dish would they be? I am going to say that they are the stuffing, but they're the stuffing that has like all the little like weird bits like raisins and like stuff that like 70 year old women would put into a stuffing. Uh, Can you talk me out of it? Yeah, because I'm going to talk you out of it because remember when we were messing around with this idea, uh, most people, you you guys won't know this because it was off, off recording. Uh, you posed a different dish for them, and I actually really enjoyed that one. And it was the uh, was it the green bean casserole? Uh, the green bean yeah, casserole. Yeah, used to yeah. be. A, I just had to. I had to set you up. It, it, we still got to keep. <laughs> it uh, it used to be a a staple for most families. You know, it was consistent. It was there for about seventeen to twenty years. Does that sound familiar, Patriots fans? About twenty years. Yeah. So, about for twenty years, green bean casserole was amazing, right? But then all of a sudden, you know, that one auntie or that grandma no longer started making that casserole. And it, it just and then somebody else tried to make it. They brought in somebody new and, and it just didn't taste the same. And and now you're wondering back on the good old days of when that casserole used to be good. That sounds awfully off. That, that just sounds just like the Patriots, you know, you had twenty good twenty great years of casserole. And now you got somebody new making it and you don't like the way it tastes. It got it got a little funkiness to it. It, it, it could be one bite could be real good, but then the next two bites is real bad. Then you're like, maybe it's just because it's cold, so let me stick it in the microwave and y'all heat up. And it's like, oh, that's a little better. But then it got cold again. And that green bean casserole just ain't good no more. That's the New England Patriots. Yep, I, I couldn't disagree <laughs> with you more. And oh, that felt good. We really teed that out. That's like one of the first like planned segments that Alan and I have ever done because we knew it was coming. Um, but let's just run. We're going to do a little rapid fire here now. Um, so what would you, what would be the team? So we'll just go through some of the teams here. Now let's look at like some of the bad teams. Um, some of the teams that just like, what would, what would the New York Jets um, version of a, of a Thanksgiving dish be? Uh, for me, the New York Jets are the cranberry sauce. I don't put that stuff nowhere. Don't put that near me. It's disgusting. They're disgusting. <laughs> uh, that that would for me that would be the giblet gravy. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a Midwestern thing. You know, my my family's from the Midwest, and I've just I could never understand why you would want to chop up and sear the the um, the giblets and all that stuff that that come with it. They're not saying that that's disgusting, like altogether, because you know I've I've eaten um, I've eaten intestines in my day before, especially you know down there in Imodis, Mexico. You know, put a little lime juice on there; it's delicious. But man, like when it's chopped up, like gravy is supposed to not have any chunks in it, um, and so that would be the New York Jets for me. Um, although um, we look we look kind of foolish, um, and we might as well just broach this topic right now. Um, we got killed last week <laughs> um, in our bets, and uh, we looked um, we looked really foolish. Um, and actually, I'm gonna I am gonna do some post processing here, Alan, um, just for fun, because I'm sure that Colston and and uh, 
Colson and Marcus are probably going to expect us to eat crow. Uh, uh, now we could leave all this in because I don't care what they said. I know they was nervous because when the Jets got that safety, and then I believe I don't remember who it was. One of them messaged me and said, "Are the Chargers really about to find a way to lose this game?" That means they had what, Mike? They had lemon booty. We're back. Lemon booty is back. Lemon booty will be a staple in every podcast going forward, people. I will call you out for your yes. booty hole getting tight for the lemon booty. In fact, I even sent you a picture that I took myself. Exactly. Um, oh, yeah, you did. That you can just share. You did. You can share. Yeah, we have. Um, it was not of his so booty. Let's just make that clear, people. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, um, as a, for a little bit of context, for a little bit of context, um, I asked uh, my fiance uh, before the game starts because we usually get something like some kind of takeout um, before um, before Sunday games on Sunday. She's she's not a big football fan, but um, we'll we'll get something um, which uh, hopefully soon will be smoked wings because um, I know. I know Alan is about that life, and in fact, when we have a project that we got to work on uh, this coming week, and uh, the next podcast may or may not uh, involve hearing some lip smacking and some crunching, um, but anyway, so I asked her what she wanted, and she said that she wanted Chinese, and so I'm perusing the menu and not really thinking about it. Um, I just I ordered some lemon chicken, and I picked up the lemon chicken. I brought it home. Um, I turn on the, I'm watching the games and all of a sudden I see that the, uh, the Texans are, are leading. And so I realize, Hey, I have a couple of slices of lemon there. Let's see. Let's see if we can make something creative. Um, especially for, uh, one of our listeners who, uh, kind of took a shot at me. Um, what did she, what, what did that, uh, I'm not going to reveal who it, who it is, but if you can, if you want to, but what did they say about, um, about the, the Pat's. About and me and the regarding the Pats on the podcast. Uh, I don't, man. I gotta go oh, back I remember. What was my uh, Alan? Just for a reminder, what was my upset call last week? Ah, uh, didn't you pick the Patriots to lose? You said the Texans. I did pick the Patriots. Oh, and she got mad. And they got mad. But then she also. And they said that she was she. She, we're going to reveal the gender so that way she knows we're talking about it. But she already knows because we've already taken shots at her. We love you, Max. Um, then it all started because um, um, she she said uh, that you were going against her because you, you lost her in fantasy. And then she said, stop calling out my lemon booty. Um, and then um, that's kind of what started it all. Um, you picked against her. I called her out on some lemon booty. And then she she actually even said, I can't believe you went with the cowgirls, which I can't believe either. But hey, what happened, Mike? <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I can't did believe I, I, Did I pick a winning team it. on an upset with the Dallas We Cowboys. both picked. I think that's the first time that we've both picked a uh, winning team for an upset at the, in the same this week. Is disgusting. Oh, this is also news. Sidetrack. Max has never had a hot link. And for that, Megs, what? Yeah, yeah, no, she's never had one. She said she's never been served a hot link. And I said, you have it? And she said, no. But she's been to, she's been to your house. Yeah, yeah, but she's usually she doesn't. She's been to your house for. She, she's been there, but I don't think, I mean, usually when she gets there, because Megs, Megs is like, I love Megs, but like, I'm black, but Megs is black, black when it comes to time. Like, my CP time, she puts my <laughs> CP time to shame. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Meg, you're getting a lot of airtime in this spot. 
But Meg, take my CP time and double it. That's Meg's CP time. So by the time she get there, I done probably put in about eight hot links. So she probably just never had an opportunity to get one. Anyway, can we just add hot links to the segment? It's not a Thanksgiving dish. Yeah, yeah. What are the, who are the hot links of the NFL? The, the let's hot just, links let's of the NFL right up. now, honestly, I mean, we gave we gonna give the uh, the, the Chiefs the turkey one hundred percent. I'm gonna say the Steelers are the hot links of the NFL because they hot. They got that spice. They, they, they got that hot, and they, they got that spice to them. Juicy. They got that swagger. You could do a little. You could put. You could eat them plain. You can cut them up and dice them and put them in something. You could put it on a bone with some barbecue sauce and mustard. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Steelers. Yeah. Steelers a hot link on that. And while we're at it, and and while we're at it, because we 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 pick on we pick on Megs, but I mean, as far as like listeners. Um, listenership as far as people that um, and I'm I'm gonna do a call out to some other people and then and then I'm gonna give props and then I'm gonna do a little a, a short little PSA number one um, anyone that's ever shared a video of ours or or shared our podcast or told people to our pod that told people to listen to our podcast um, you know thumbs up to you we appreciate it um, the fact that Alan has like 600 Facebook friends and I don't see any of them coming up or, or showing love or supporting him. Shame on you. Because, first of all, Alan's, Alan's cool, and I don't understand how you can call yourself a friend if you're not supporting his creative endeavors. And number two, the PSA of this is that, um, you know, one of the reasons that we've gotten some exposure is because Meg just happens to be a uh, – is she a bartender or is she actually a manager? Uh, both. Um, Alan. She's both. She's a bar manager. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a man in man in tinger. A man in tinger. And and in and in the spirit of the holidays, um, and and I'm and I'm gonna bleep this out, but take care of take care of your service people and the people at in the in working in the service industry, especially right now. Um. Don't. I mean, this is this is a rant too, but I'm I'm just feeling a certain kind of way. But yeah. Um. Just, just, just take care of them. Don't be, you know. I've been in the food, ser- food and service industry, and Alan's been in the food and service industry, and uh, yeah, just don't be a dick. How about let's just leave it mm-hmm, at that. Mhm, mhm, And yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get it wrong, people. Just like Mike said, uh, we mess with Megs. We know because one, Megs is dope. Megs is an amazing human being. Um, we also mess with her because honestly. She's she's the only one that be responding. Like, I mean, we get Colson and Marcus, so we take shout out the Chargers. But, like, Megs is the consistent factor. She shares our podcast every week. Uh, she's telling people to go listen to us. She's actively out here doing it, and she's doing it on her own merit. We're not asking her to do it. We're not. She's doing it because she's genuine about it. She loves the content that we're putting out. So this is our way of thanking her by constantly mentioning her name and just making fun of her and messing with her. Uh, that's our dynamic. She's like a sister to me. I love that girl. I would take a bullet for her. I'd take two bullets for her. I'd take a whole clip of bullets for Megs. That's how much I love Megs. But that's also what you do when you have a sister. You pick on them. So we pick on her every single week. She's amazing. She's going to share this podcast when she listens to it. She's probably going to text me some type of angry stuff because we took some more shots. But it's okay. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what family's here for. Yes, sir. And before this uh, podcast goes too far off the rails, 
Um, let's get into because we got we got we got food to prep, we got food to eat. Um, what's we're going to do? So we're going to do a Thanksgiving special. Now it sucks that um, we had um, that we had originally had three games on the slate, um, but now and Alan, I I wasn't paying attention, but Alan had informed me before we started recording that the um, Thanksgiving games got cut down to two because of the Ravens-Steelers game. Um, I originally were just going to do a three-team money line parlay to get into that. Um, so we are going to do that. And then this time, um, just for the spirit of the holidays, we will save our locks, our upsets, and our bold predictions for last before we sign off. Um, so, Alan, we're just going to – so we are going to do um, – in the spirit of the holidays, we are going to do a, a two-unit, two-team parlay, and it's going to be the money lines. These games aren't very good, um, but we are going to um, see if we can if we can make back some of what we lost. Um, in addition to some of the other bets I had last week, um, we even did a parlay where Aaron Rodgers um, to throw over uh, two or more touchdown passes and Travis Fulgham to have more than 45 receiving yards. And the the Rodgers bet came in pretty clean. I don't know what happened with the Philadelphia game. We're not going to get into it because Allen's already um, – he, he he didn't even rant last week even after the game. That's how just – I don't know if he's just tired of complaining or, 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 or what's bothering him. But um, I thought that was a lock. That missed my um, bet the – uh, Falcons money line just because of Taysom Hill starting that didn't work. Um, so, but we're going to try to, 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 get some of it back here. Um, so Allen, we have the Houston Texans versus the Detroit lions. And right now the lions are plus three. And I have a feeling that, uh, the only reason that Matt Patricia didn't get fired after Sunday's shutout um, which is pretty rare in football, right? When was the last time you even remember a game getting shut out? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't remember, for being completely honest. Like, there's even been Super Bowls where it's been like 41-3, to 3, but at least they put up something. Um, so, uh, but I truly believe that the only reason that Matt Patricia didn't get fired is because they had a Thursday game, and it's hard to, to get everything going but the fact that Matt Patricia uh, might get fired before Adam Gase do you feel like that's fair or are you still going to be mad about that Adam Gase should have been fired 12 years ago (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I don't know what to say about this game but just for the sake of argument I am going to say that the uh, Houston Texans whose money line right now is at minus 158 I like them as the favorite to win the game outright can you talk me out of it? Yeah, man. You know, because it's the season of giving thanks, you know. We got to thank the Lions for being a consistent factor here on Thanksgiving Day. We appreciate them, okay? We appreciate the, the terrible football that they give us every single year on Thanksgiving. Now, with that being said, it says here on the little, little, little tracker thing, it says the Detroit Lions have lost three straight games on Thanksgiving. That is three years of just misery for Detroit fans on Thanksgiving. While you eat your turkey and you're crying, it's a little more saltier than normal because your tears are hitting it. But this year, my friends, the Detroit Lions will get a key win against the Houston Texans today. I believe it. Uh, I am prophesizing it. The Detroit Lions will win on Thanksgiving today and bring their four-year total to one and three. Mike, listen, they're going to be five and six. They're going to beat the Texans. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know who. 
That is my prediction. I will. Okay. So let's. So I agree with you. Um, hopefully, it's not four in a row. Um, and I don't know what's going on in Texas. I don't know what happened last week. Hopefully, there's a little bit of uh, motivation for this one. Luckily, the Texans didn't come off a bye, so there's no advantage between one team having rest and the other one um, having to play a game four days after just playing one. So we will add that to one leg of our parlay. And then the second game, um, which I'm sure you will be thrilled to pieces to watch, um, are the Washington football team playing against the Dallas Cowboys, which um, somehow, which makes me glad that I, I was thinking about putting, um, uh, what's, what's the, it's, what's, what's the Minnesota quarterback, Kirk Cousins, uh, put, putting, uh, Kirk Cousins, teasing that down. Um, but, uh, for, for you, uh, beginner or, or even intermediate gamblers out there, a good rule to follow is that never, never, uh, tease down a team with a quarterback that is mediocre. Or has stretches of bad games. Um, it's just never—it's never a good idea. Um, but with that said, uh, right now the Cowboys are a two and a half point favorite over the Washington Football Team, who, from what I remember, looked pretty good. Um, and you know, Alex Smith is 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 showing that he still has—he um, can at least still you know get the ball um, into the hands of his receivers. Um, so, Alan, I am going to choose the upset in this one and say that the Washington football team will win this game outright at plus 130. Can you talk me nope, out of lock it? Nope, lock it. <laughs> <laughs> lock it. Shut it down. I don't want no discussion. Uh, both Texas teams will lose today. The Cowboys will lose. They got their win last week. I would never pick them two weeks in a row. It's not happening. Don't Don't even question it. Okay, so that will be our parlay. So we will have the uh, Lions and the Washington football team. And hopefully with instead of it'll be two bets instead of the usual one. And that'll be nice to get some good odds there. I think about four four to four to one ish. So that's that's pretty good value. And hey, maybe maybe we'll get it done. Um so with that said, we are going to get into what's normally our penultimate segment but today will be our uh, closing segment which will be our locks our upsets and our bold predictions and so we will start with you alan so let's so this could be um so you have the you have the sports book up in front of you right because we're gonna do all thanksgiving this week um actually let me let me send you this link here via facebook so we pretty much already know your. I mean, the locks are pretty easy, and the upsets. We we both chose uh, the the underdogs to win these games. Um, let's see here. Um, there we go. So we have if you the, the page I'm sending you. So we have a lot of different options here. We can do um, over under on passing yards. We can do over under on um, or we can do for uh, for the. Um, for the bold predictions, we can choose a specific team to win, um, or if, no, I'm sorry, a, a specific player to score a, a touchdown at any time. We can choose. We have a lot of different options. Okay, okay. Um, okay so, okay. so I guess. Um, 
I, I got you. I get what you're saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm okay. gonna rally us off. I'm gonna get us started. I'm gonna get us started. Okay. Okay. So what is your lock? My lock for week twelve is going to be any time score in the Washington Dallas game. It is going to be scary Terry. That is right. Terry McLaurin is gonna be an any time scorer in that game. That is a lock. The Cowboys defense is boo boo. That man is a speed demon, and he's turning into a pretty great wide receiver. Him and Alex Smith will get a connection going at some point in that game. Okay, and so uh, upsets probably easier to do um, one of the games. So which which of our which of the upsets that we chose because we both we chose both upsets for the bet. So which one do you think is more of a of a likelihood for the upset? I don't do no scores, bro. My upset just gonna be another player, dog. I'm I'm over here with doing some upsets, okay? Doesn't make sense on the upset, but my upset will be that the Lions Matthew Stafford will not make his over under on two seventy one yards passing. Okay, so he'll go under he'll go under two hundred and seventy one and a half. Okay. Say so, Stafford, and and then my under bold prediction is that Andy Dalton will clear his two forty six and a half. Okay, and then Dalton. So bold prediction will be um, Dalton over. Okay, that'll be those will be some fun ones to watch. Okay, so my concerns. So for my lock, um. My lock will be that um, Brandon Cooks will score a touchdown um, at any time during the Houston-Detroit game. Uh, for my upset, I will be choosing the... I, I feel like the Lions um, is, is a lock. I just... Um, Every team seems to have like that one game where they just kind of put things together, or the other team has a bad game against them. Um, I don't know what happened with Detroit and Carolina, but um, I don't see lightning striking twice. So, although I said that with the uh, the Falcons um, blowing the the big lead against Dallas that one week, and then it struck again. So let's but let's just hope that lightning doesn't strike twice in a row uh, with the same team. And then my bold prediction. Is that um, so? If we, we're looking at the overrunners here, so I am. My bold prediction is that Andy Dalton will have more passing yards than Deshaun Watson. Actually, no. Correction. I'm going to say that Alex Smith has more passing yards um, than Deshaun Watson, and the main reason being is you know for for to, to give some good juju. Um, not Smith Schuster, but just some some good juju, some good vibes. Um, I think that if the uh, in addition to Washington having to play good defense, um, Alex Smith is going to have to be able to score touchdowns um, and throw the ball effectively if they are going to defeat Dallas. Uh, don't really see a chance of Dallas beating themselves, although you never know. Um, but I like that, so I am going to. So just to be clear, so my. Lock is Brandon Cooks to score a touchdown. My upset is the Detroit Lions to win outright. And my bold prediction 
is that Alex Smith will have more passing yards than the dynamic Deshaun Watson. And to recap Allen's picks, he has Terry, is it McLaurin? Yeah, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Terry McLaurin will score a touchdown at some point in the Dallas-Washington game. His upset is that Matthew Stafford will go under his passing yards, which as of right now is – where's Matthew Stafford right now? Because it keeps it keeps moving, and it will always move just depending on what the line is. Uh, under 200 – so it will be 271 yards or less. And then the bold prediction for Allen is that Andy Dalton will go over – 247 yards um that's based on the the number of receivers they have um that shouldn't be too difficult and that is gonna do it um so a little bit shorter podcast but we will definitely be back on time next wednesday um you know assuming that there's no um, any kind of scheduling conflicts um alan before we uh, sign off do you have anything that you want to share with the people uh, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Uh, thankful for those who watch our podcast. Thankful for my family, my friends. And uh, I hope y'all have a blessed day. As uh, much as I yep. hate the Eagles, fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and for the first time in what? First time probably since like week five, six or seven that the Eagles won't be leading, um, barring a tie. Um, it'll be the first time in like six weeks or so that the Eagles haven't been number one in the um, NFC least. Yeah, probably, but it's all good. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, that's all I got to say, <laughs> y'all. Y'all have a great day. I'm going to okay. get ready, gear up, and go eat some ham. Um, I'm probably going to eat my weight in ham. Um, Will there be hot links at your uh, at your family's nah, house? No, there's, I mean, there's probably some in the freezer, but there won't be none on the serving plate, unfortunately. That's for another day. Maybe I'll steal a pack and cook some over here. <laughs> there you go. And yes, um, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Uh, thank you again for supporting the podcast. And uh, until next time, we will see you next Wednesday. Uh, try to enjoy the games today. I, I don't see a lot of great football happening. Um, we would have been probably... Uh, we probably would have been um, blessed with some at the Sunday night or the, the Thursday night late game um, that that was taken away. Um, but uh, Sunday should have some good games, so enjoy yourself, and we will see you next week. Peace.